Hello and welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast where two nerds talk about video games. My name is Newman. And my name is Yusuf. And today um, we're going to talk about the king of Iron Fist Tournament. Enter the Tekken. <laughs> Did he say enter the Tekken? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tekken Tag Tournament. Yeah, Tekken Tag Tournament. My apologies. Yeah. If people haven't noticed, I am sick. My voice is not great. Um, as a matter of fact, my doctor suggested I do the COVID test, <laughs> which I did this morning. Um, I really don't think I have COVID, to be honest, but, you know, listen to the professionals. Gotta be safe. The test. Yeah, yeah. It was weird because I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be one of those ones where you just drive your car in and, you know, they just put, you know, you open your window and they swab you and then you're go. But yeah. it wasn't that at all. Really? It was like, okay, here's a bag of stuff, park there and, and join the line. I was like, okay, you know, join the line of all these sick people. Now, it was, it was good social distancing and all, but it was just weird, like, because I don't know, you just expected it to be more, like, I don't know, like the fact that you have to park your car, get out, like go inside, sign in, and then get swabbed and then leave. But it was done well, like, you know. And, I saw a video of somebody doing it in uh, Kroger. Which, yeah. if anybody doesn't know, Croke, Croke Park is this massive football stadium in Dublin. It's like the biggest in Ireland. Um, and they've turned it into a testing centre. Um, or maybe it's different now because they are bringing stuff back, aren't they? But anyway, sorry. So And it was like this guy recorded himself going in and doing the test. And it was so weird because, like, yeah. you know, it's meant for holding 80,000 plus people in, mm-hmm. you know, to all come in and whatever. So it's just somebody driving into a place you normally can't drive into and nobody being there and it being just empty and concrete <laughs> hundreds of years old it just seems such uh, i don't know it reminded me of um not great but it reminded me of uh, 28 weeks later uh when they kind of got their set up to do all their testing and you know to keep people separate and everything never seen it mate never seen that movie did you see the first one 28 days later i saw the first one i thought it was okay uh, I do like Killian Murphy, but I, yeah, I wasn't blown away by it to be honest. I thought it was quite good. I think it's doing the first like quick zombie films I'd seen, and that yeah. was just like, wow, okay, these are a lot scarier. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, not for me. So did they do the the swab? They stick it up your nose. Yeah, it was horrendous. I yeah. believe they stick it in quite far. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was hitting my brain at one stage. To be honest. <laughs> It was like, yeah, they stick, they do two, they do one in the back of your throat and then they do it up your nose. And it's like, okay. Yeah, so it's not, you know, maybe, yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell people not to get tested, but just be prepared that it's for it not to be a nice experience. Yeah, it's a couple of seconds. It's worth it. It's it's a responsible yeah. thing to do as well. Exactly. And I'm supposed to get my uh, results tomorrow. So who's who knows? You know, the next week you're going to be very, um, uh, I can't talk. <laughs> Great. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just bear with me this, this week, people, because, you know, I am a bit sick, but um, it'll be something exciting for you to look forward to next week, is what I'm trying to say, whether whether I am COVID-free or not. <laughs> right in now, let us know if you think Newman has COVID or not. Exactly. <laughs> and look, you could have helped me by writing in this week, but again... <laughs> right, anyway. Actually, no, I do have a question this week. I do, actually. So we'll, yeah, we'll get to that later though. Okay. Okay. Anyway, what have you been playing? So up until yesterday, I hadn't been playing very much at all, and mm-hmm. then my Mario 3D All Star has arrived. Ah! I've been playing Mario 64. Did it's you order it? Didn't you? I 
did, um, but haven't got it yet. Okay, so I got mine. I was playing yesterday, and mm. uh, oh boy, those controls are not good. <laughs> no, what? What do you mean? I don't know, right? So I don't know if the port isn't excellent, oh, or if I just haven't played it in a long time. Um, the camera is a bit tricky to use and stuff like that. And like, no, no, yeah. So it was a bit, you know. I mean, like oh, oh, that being said, I still played it. And just like from last night, I got like 30 stars because I just didn't want to put it down. I just kept on yeah. going and just like, oh, this level and this, and this is so fun. And, um, you know, you forget the little levels of creativity in it that, you know, the bird can steal your hat and that actually affects you yeah. outside and stuff. And, you know, yeah. um, like the, um, the different hats that, you know, that actually like fly and like the freedom you have that, or, you know, when you get like the turtle shell, like you get a little Koopa shell and you can like, that's yeah. So much fun. It's brilliant. I love that. Yeah, so I've, been, yeah. I've been playing that and I've been, I have been enjoying it quite a lot. Um, mm. I'm actually paused at the moment. I was playing it there and I stopped it uh, in the middle of my second Bowser battle. So uh, I'm doing that now. Yeah, geez, um, you got pretty far. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, you know all the things, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. need to figure out where to get a star in a certain location or the fast way of doing. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's quite fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that a lot. Um, I still think um, Bomb on Battlefield is one of the best laid out levels ever in anything. It's so well designed. I love it. It is really good. And then there's actually the one which I, got, I quite often forget about because it's kind of similar with the one where you fight the Twomp at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like that's that really good as well. You know? Yeah, yeah. You go you just, you know, top of that tower and stuff like that. Um, but it's really good. It is really nice. Really good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that. And then, of course, that comes with uh, Super Mario Sunshine and Galaxy. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to playing them. Particularly looking forward to playing Galaxy. Um, yeah. Never played Sunshine, actually. Uh, I don't know if I have, actually, either. No, I think I have. But I've heard a lot of people complaining about this um, 3D All-Stars game. Yeah, I don't really get it. Like, loads of people are saying, well, I mean, if the reason the controls are a bit clunky is because they didn't do a great job porting it, then that's not great. If... But if that's just the way that, you know, that's actually just the way the N64 kind of did control. I mean, like this game came out in 96, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe it is a thing of time. Um, and I'll give it time to see what the story is. But for now, I don't know what people are complaining about. Like, I really don't know what the problem is. Yeah, I, I disagree with what they're saying. But what they're saying is basically that it's run on emulation. And like, you know, that technology was available how many years ago? Like, you know, 20 years ago on a PC to play mario 64 and yeah. when you had when you had the original all stars they added a lot of stuff to it they improved graphics and they did this and they did that so they just kind of saw it as a, a cheap release to, to you know to raise some cash yeah i mean you could look at it that way but i mean it is also you know three of their like biggest selling games that they're putting together in one thing like i don't know it just if you want to play those games if you've never got to play those games before as well that's brilliant yeah that's i think it's great, great. Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm enjoying it so far, um. Yeah, but like aside from that, I wasn't playing very much. But I was watching a bit of TV. I was watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen any of it? No, I, I I you know the name has come by me a couple of times in the past. It's so weird. Like I I didn't know I had no idea what to expect about it. But like it's just mm. they do this thing where like every character is just like really beautiful or something. Like you know like all. Like, and I mean, all the male characters, they don't seem to do this with any of the female characters. They all have like really (laughs) 
they like really long eyelashes like really big pouty lips and stuff like that um, <laughs> like really small waist but really big ties <laughs> it's yeah so, it's so weird it's so odd but I, so far i i'm enjoying it it's it's a very confusing show um but i like it so far i've only watched it six episodes mm-hmm. very good very good and what about you what have you been playing then brother I've only been playing Tekken Tag Tournament, would you believe? <laughs> oh, you have actually been playing it. Very good. Yeah, yeah, because it was one of the games I got with my 10-game uh, bundle. And, um, yeah, it's great. It's, yeah. it's really, really great. Um, it's one of those old-school games where you can unlock every character just by playing the game, yeah. which is a nice, uh, you know, which is a nice reminder of what games used to be like. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so just really been enjoying playing that. And just, again, picking up very quickly. Haven't played a lot of games, you know, apart from that. Okay. But, um, yeah, we're going to get into all that later. Yeah, but before, there was some big gaming news this week. Oh, hold your horses there. Hold on. I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yusuf, it is with your news. <laughs> what, uh, which uh, Arnie film is that from? I have no idea. <laughs> I remember one of the first things that came out on the internet was like an irony soundboard. And I remember <laughs> yeah. like the dial up internet people were still going on to like. Uh, anyway. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> um, there's like a YouTube uh, compilation of just irony yelling in every one of his films. And it's just. Oh, again. again. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay, yeah, so my news is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. related to the release of the PlayStation. Ooh. Yes. yes, yes. So a week after Xbox had their leak and then they did their official kind of release about their pricing and everything, Xbox, uh, Sony did their own showcase for the PlayStation 5. So you haven't seen any of this, I believe, really. No, all I know is the price and I was disappointed at that. Were you disappointed at the price? 500 quid? Yeah, 500 euro, yeah. That's a lot of money, Yusuf. Not when you look back what the others cost when they came Why out. was the PS4? Especially for like inflation. So the PS4 was a bit kind of cheaper, but like the PlayStation 3 was like 600 quid. And I mean... Yeah, but that's why no one bought... That's why everyone went to 360 at that generation. But like if you look at the price of inflation, it's good value. It's cheaper than what they were. Ah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's still a lot of money to drop on a gaming console yeah. before well, Christmas. It's, so it's um, 500 euro, 450 pound for the one with the disc. And it is a uh, hundred quid less, basically, if, if you want to wear the disc. Yeah. So. They're, they're clearly trying to get rid of, um, you know, uh, the, the used game market with this whole digital thing. Well, the thing is, right, I don't know. I, I, I would love to know the reasons for other people why they do it but from every like you know from different podcasts i've listened to from different people talking about stuff everyone's saying they're going for digital you know and yeah. they want digital they only play digital games and physical markets what i don't know and I, I don't know like are we the guys who are saying no my dvd collection matters to me? <laughs> like it's not that i have this huge backdrop of old games that i want to play on it and stuff like that or you know these came kind of once i go back to again and again it's not that you know I played God of War, you know, a few months ago, and it was brilliant. And that's a game that you have, and I couldn't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be able to do that if, you know, if we didn't get, if uh, you didn't have a physical copy of it. And same thing as I was looking on CEX, and I think the next game I'm going to buy, I think I'm going to get Kingdom Hearts Three. You want to get oh, that? Okay. And that's yeah. like fifteen quid, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's just like, and I was looking through actually. A, I was making a big list of games, which I'll get I'll get into later on of what I was going to play next. Um, and I was looking at my all on CX, and they're all ten quid. You know, and it's yeah. just like I don't have the money to spend forty, fifty quid on these games. Yeah. You know? I think I think you're dumb to like go go digital only just for the sake that just for the point of view that like you've got so many different avenues of where to buy the game from if it's physical yeah. you know like you can go to CX or you can go to Argos or wherever like you know and there's lots of secondhand sellers online eBay blah 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 you know so Amazon if it's just digital only like you're, you're you have to buy from Sony well, I think it's it's also just the benefit of being able to swap games you know what I mean like, yeah even if yeah. I'm not buying it secondhand that you know you know i know people who play games and them who are into games and it's like oh i wouldn't have taught this game before someone played it they said it was great i can give it a go you know it's just yeah you know, I, I would i would love to know why so many people just think that it's gone because i don't see it the same as you know people are like oh i don't buy cds anymore it's like that's because spotify is dirt cheap and cds are you know still dear enough same for dvds and everything yeah but not with the games market, you know? I don't get mm. it. But anyway. I, I, I still like the, the artwork and, and the box, but anyway, I'm old school. Yeah, I mean, that that's a nice thing, but I mean, like, I, I'm happy enough to get rid of the physical space. Like, I'm, I'm okay. I, I'm more than okay losing that, really. But also, it's like the online storage. Like, you just end up paying for, you know, yeah. a, a pretty big library of stuff, and it's just, if you're already paying for a subscription fee or something, like, yeah. I, I'll spend way more than 100 quid on more expensive digital versions of games and of um online storage of, of memory and files and saves or whatever than i would on the extra cost the console will cost me yeah sure. yeah, yeah. But anyway yeah. so they released it and they released a pricing thing which i think is quite good i think it's quite competitive it's about the same price as the xbox as well except for the series x which is the cheaper lighter end one mm-hmm. so they released a lot of games you know the first game they showed newman no final fantasy 16 very interested. Oh, that's the spirit. I've been fooled too many times by them. Forget it. Well, forget I, you. I'd like to say I found it underwhelming. <laughs> Good. Good. So the thing is, it looks like it looks like Final Fantasy 14, right? Uh-huh. That kind of world. It is the same producer of of sorry, of the current Final Fantasy 14. Um so if anybody doesn't know. Final Fantasy XIV is like the MMO version of Final Fantasy. Well, it it, it is the 14th one, you know, um, mm-hmm. our main title release anyway. And the first one they brought up kind of failed. And then they relaunched it a couple of years later with Realm Re- Reborn. And then that did really well. Um, and then they've done three other uh, versions of it since, like, you know, expansions and stuff like that. And they've all done really well. And some people love them and they're meant to be great. Um. But just like, and they've kind of gone back to that older high fantasy Final Fantasy. You know what I mean? Of knights and armor. And I mean, they're on Chocobo, so it's still Final Fantasy. And, yeah. you know, castles and kings. But I, I just, I'd rather the other ones. You know what I mean? I, yeah. love, I love the cyberpunky kind of modern-y Final Fantasy VII look. I love the hyper-modern kind of college university look of Final Fantasy VIII and all. Yeah, Final definitely. Fantasy X, where it was you know parts of it are real modern and um kind of basic in like a lovely beach and wooden huts and everything and then other parts are these futuristic cities and everything yeah definitely i'm yeah. i just think that's a way more unique world to be in and i think you definitely. know i'm way more interested if i go into a city and a town like oh wow whereas 
I found Final Fantasy XII, bit bland, same with really Nine. bland. The colors are bland. Yeah. 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 You know, so, but anyway, so they've done a couple of things. So it's got that kind of look, which I found a little bit underwhelming. Summons look like they're a pretty big thing in this. That looks quite good. Um, from what I can see, it looked single player. As in, okay. one, as in one party member, sorry. Oh. So I don't okay. know if that's just what they have so far. But yeah. they showed a couple of different fight scenes against some pretty cool looking enemies, I must say, like a giant Marlboro and stuff. But it was one guy okay. fighting. Um, and apparently they've kind of mixed in more advanced kind of fighting kind of style. So it's kind of like Final Fantasy XV in the way they they jump around real quick and they can do spells, which I did enjoy. I didn't like some things in Final Fantasy XV's fighting, but this, you know, the the way you, could, you kind of warp around was really cool. So mm-hmm. they that. There's also like a bit where like he seemed like he... It like it seems like the the summon phoenix is quite a big part of it, and like when he's fighting, okay. like a phoenix wing kind of came out of his arm, and like a big flaming uppercut kind of hit an enemy to kind of juggle them almost so a bit more. Yeah, you know uh, that much faster pace kind of thing. So that did look quite cool. Um, that's a launch title, is it? No, that's not a launch. No. Title. Oh, okay. A launch title is though Spider-Man Miles Morales, which looks Ugh. brilliant. What's I'm that? Not, I'm not big into the Spider-Man games. Did you play the most recent one? No. Well then, what ones? The ones in, the ones you play on PlayStation Two. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> changed so much since then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just kind of find it a bit two dimensional. Your Spider Man saving the day. Well, no, this looks so. There's a scene where like he's fighting um, against these different enemies, and they've got superpowers and stuff. Then, like at the same time, you're on a bridge, and then like these people are going to get hurt on it, and you just go so quickly from fighting the people to like saving the bridge and stuff like that. And I don't know what's real gameplay, what the story is, but like he's trying to like reconnect it with his web. He's trying to catch people who are falling. It looks really good. It looks really okay. good. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Another, another game. I don't know if this is uh, going to be a launch either. I know Spider-Man's going to be a launch. Uh, another one is a Harry Potter game. Oh, not, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. Not, you know, just I'm, I read the books years ago. I'm just not, I'm not someone who's still into Harry Potter or whatever. Yeah. But I think if you are a Harry Potter fan, it seems like it would be really, really good because I'm sure it looks like it's this huge world. I don't really know what they're going to do, but like it's a couple of hundred years before the books were set where you're going to Hogwarts and stuff like that. I think that's probably a pretty cool world if you're learning spells and, you know, they could do a kind of persona thing. I don't know this. This is an idea. If like, if you're going to, the school and if you're learning things and you build up relationships with your friends and stuff seems like a pretty mm-hmm. cool thing to do not really our kind of game uh they release cod looks okay once again not really our kind of thing they also, they're looking at resident evil 8 though ah that'd be cool the village so this is it's hard to know um it looks like they're almost going kind of werewolfy Okay. Like, I don't know if this is like one particular monster or something, like an equivalent of Nemesis, but it's like a furry kind of thing that's like roaring. But they they have kind of moved away from like the zombies from Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 were very different to what is in 4. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And then they, they the creatures that were in Resident Evil 7 were completely different from them again, you know? Um, yeah. So I guess see what they're going to do with that. So I think, and then a couple of other games. So Demon Souls, an Abe's Odyssey game, a game called ah, Hope. Okay, it looks quite good, fun, a quite cool shooter. Um, and then something which I'm quite excited for is their PlayStation Collection, right? So mm-hmm. 
this is you um you get you pay like a playstation plus subscription thing and you get a list of games which are going to be free right which yeah which you get for the subscription whatever and they're yeah. full title games and these games are let me just load them up god of war last of us remastered uncharted 4 battlefield 1 monster hunter world fallout 4 Final Fantasy 15 the last guardian ratchet and clank infamous second son days gone bloodborne detroit become human batman arkham knight mortal kombat 10 persona 5 until dawn and resident evil 7 wow so that's a good list that's a like there are some good games i've already played mm. a few of them yeah some of the better ones but i was thinking about what game i was, I was going to get next to play and i was thinking i might get bloodborne i thought i might get resident evil i might get monster hunter world but now i'm not going to get them because mm-hmm. I'm going to wait out and I'll get them all for a subscription fee for that. So I think that looks pretty good, you know? And also games like I'd love to play Mortal Kombat 10, have a bit of fun for it. It's not, yeah. a, it's not a game I'm going to go out and buy next though. Same. Yeah. 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 Uh, same with like, you know, Days Gone looks pretty cool as well. It's like a, you know, post-apocalyptic kind of zombie world game. That looks quite good fun. Yeah. But, yeah. And then their final reveal at the very end of it was God of War 2, which looks very good. Um, okay. I don't know what's going to be a launch game, though. Aside from Spider-Man and those ones on the collection, I'm not sure what's going to be launch. And what I found quite weird is all these kind of, you know, the ones that are, they're all selling out with the pre-orders, there's no games bundled with any of them. Oh, okay. So yeah. I need to wait. I'm going to wait and see what the story is going to be for. But I'm quite excited what, for it. What's the release date? So in the States, I think it's the 12th of November, and I, I think it's like the 17th. It's like a week later for people in the EU. So I'll be honest. Okay. I'm not sure about with the rest worldwide. Mm, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't see myself getting it before Christmas. I mean, probably after at some stage. I'm going to see. Yourself? If I'd like to get it soon, really, but also I'm a bit worried about, you know, that kind of problem. Sometimes you get, you know, day one launch company kind of consoles and they've got mm. a bit buggy um yeah. if i see one with a good deal on it as a one with a game that i want to play like a new game yeah. then i'm then i think I'll, I'll go for it just to have it yeah yeah, yeah okay the story is uh also sorry they're they're releasing a kind of new version of devil may cry 5 uh called special edition yeah. so uh, what do you mean Ugh, oh, what are you so down on these games? i don't like devil may cry it's okay it's okay it's great it's, fun. Great. it's great fun. <sighs> when, when what was the last one you played don't remember four did you, did you play four i think so with nero i don't remember it i don't think i don't think you've played four <laughs> dmc or five once again i think the last time you played devil may cry, cry game was uh on the playstation 2 <laughs> possibly <laughs> We're talking about the PlayStation Five coming out. You know, Listen, can't... I'm I'm very sick. Don't expect much positivity out of me today. Oh, you were like this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah, so that's that's the PlayStation uh, Five. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. If anything new is going to come out for it, but I'm quite excited for it. I still don't see like um, Microsoft. Um, fan fanboys getting pulled over to, to Sony from this and vice versa I think you know the Sony fans are going to go PlayStation again and the same at Microsoft I think yeah I mean actually I think from that little battle I think people in the same way people always have like a Switch as their second console because it's completely mm. different and it's different price range and stuff like that and it's got to get their games on their own I think people might do that with the Series S they'll get the 250 quid or 350 quid 
I'm not sure exactly the, the cheaper um, yeah. Xbox one, um, yeah. and they'll play the the games on that because that is that is really good value, and you can play mm. some of those games. Um, yeah, but you were saying that people would um, that Sony were waiting to see what Microsoft would uh, you know la- launch their console app, but they yeah. didn't they didn't match them. They did. There's it's the same price. Is it? Yeah. Oh, the, so the, so the Xbox the, with the disc is is five hundred as well. The Series X, the more powerful one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was four fifty. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. At four fifty pound for both of them, but I believe in euro, it's uh, it's it's four nine nine for both. Or dollars four nine nine for both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're about the same, I believe. Yeah. The difference is the Series X, the Series S. Sorry, the smaller Xbox One. Um. That is kind of great value, and Sony's not coming near that. Mm, yeah, like Sony's so. cheaper disc list version is a hundred quid more expensive. Mm, yeah, mm. but like the, at the end of the day, I just think look, it's it, it's a great buy what uh, Xbox are doing. It's great that they're giving the people their Game Pass where they can play those of these you know new games that come out for the subscription fee and all. That's all quite good, but they, to me, they're just they're not going to have those big titles that I want with. Yeah, that's what they're going to have, you know. And it's yeah. like, and I did it before where. I didn't get a PlayStation 3 because it was, it was too expensive. Got the Xbox, got a couple of games on it. And it's just, you know, it's just not, it, it's not, I, mm. I was disappointed in that generation because yeah. I wanted to play, you know, I wanted to play games that were coming out on PlayStation 4. Yeah. The only IP that might have uh, taken me away from the PlayStation was Halo. And yeah. after Halo 4, I think it was, they they. Team Bungie changed and the game changed a fair bit. Yeah. Like Halo Three was just a masterpiece to me, um, and I, I just absolutely love playing that. But I never felt uh, drawn to go back to Xbox after I went to the PS4. Never. Yeah, same here. I just thought, I just had so much fun on the PlayStation Four, um, mm. and I just didn't really get that with with the Xbox. There might be some great things. They're gonna try hard to fight against them, but um, I think even like the way they're doing it, like they're going, look, here's a cheaper console. Consider us for this stuff. And they're going, look, you get these EA games, whatever, you get Madden and NBA and FIFA and stuff. And that's cool for a lot of people. And they're great and they're they're great games as, as well. But like the games which I love playing, you know, like when I was playing, like if I'm gonna play like uh, the Resident Evil game or um a Final Fantasy game, or like those kind of big ones, or Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever, or God of War, like the best games mm-hmm. I played in the last generation are PlayStation exclusives. Like, you know, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna stick with it for that. Yeah, same. So, you move on to Tech and Tag Tournament. Yes. So, <laughs> this is an interesting one, right? Yeah. So at first, I was looking at it, and I couldn't find very much about it. Yeah. I was like, that's quite weird. I was like, why is there not much about this game, which I love? Why is there not much about this game, which I have so many memories of, and I had a great time mm-hmm. with? And it's because it's a bit of an accidental hit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This was so like all Tekken games, it started off as an arcade and that's kind of where its roots for, you know, like it, mm-hmm. a fighting game in an arcade, that's what they want it to be. Um, yeah. and this was actually one of the weird cases where the arcade version had worse graphics than the console version because yes. they were using 32-bit graphics for the PlayStation yeah, uh, yeah. one on the arcade cabinets, which is crazy. <laughs> well, the thing is the arcade was better than the PlayStation 1. But Tekken Tag was the first Tekken to go to the PlayStation 2. So it actually was up on it, right? Yeah, and it looks amazing. Yeah, how does it hold up now, actually? It still it looks it looks amazing. It really does. 
Now, the only thing you kind of notice is, you know, that the background level layers are not on the same ground as, as what you're fighting on. Right. They're very clearly like plastered on like photos kind of, you know, but um, it's stunning. Yeah, still really, really good. Well, I mean, the, the arcade was in 1999 and then the console release was 2000. So this game's 20 years old, you know? Yeah, yeah, amazing. Uh, who are your characters? Oh, you know, Paul. God, you're so annoying with Paul. <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that. Like, I, I was, I like, I was very good with Paul. Like, you know, and I think most people who pick Paul are very good because he's probably overpowered compared to some of the other characters, which is fine for me. Um, but uh, he, he also has a haircut that's worn purely for shock value. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I was uh, in my younger days. I might have been accused of hanging out with some unsavory characters, uh, and I went out, went over to one person's house who had a bit of a reputation. And I remember like picking Paul, and I hadn't played the game in probably a year or two. And he's like, you know, hey, do you want to play? I was like, yeah, okay. And so anyway, I was playing him, and him and his mate were there, and it was like an eight-player battle. And they were like eight people, and I was actually eight people as well. Paul was my first character, and I like beat every single one of his with Paul. And like the the situation started getting very tense, like you know, and and like uh, <laughs> and to the point where I was like, I started losing on purpose because I wanted to leave safely. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, so <laughs> just you know you because he's one of the slightly slower but a harder hitting character. And yeah. you would just time it so well. You would <laughs> not be flying while you were rolling. You would run, sprint after, it, and like <laughs> run over me again. And it's just like, well, this is very fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, he's very like, and the, the best thing is the sound effect he makes when he hits you. So, and then you just go flying across the screen. It's uh, it, it's really it's so much fun to play him. But I also like Jin. I also like Bruce. Um, who else do I like? I like I like Yoshimitsu actually. Funnily, ah, very good. He's an odd character, extremely odd. Yeah, yeah. like what is he? Is he a robot? Is he an alien? Is canonically, he he's an odd character, but also the way he fights is a bit odd. It's a little bit different from the other ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's very odd. Jumps around on a sword like a flea. I know. Yeah, it was so annoying because you're fine with it. Like, Use the sword. No, not like that. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, and he has that move where he spins around real fast and he gets sick and hurts himself. You're like, great, cheers. <laughs> yeah, no. A uh, king as well. King is one of my favorites. King is good. Yeah, king is good. It's a king is the kind of character which reminds me how silly this game is. Why does he roar? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it is. It it's one of those games that that really has a sense of humor. Yeah, which is good. I do like that. I like that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, yeah. But anyway, we should, we should go back. So it, it started off in the year 2000. And the reason I was saying it's a bit of an odd game mm-hmm. is because this is not a canonical entry. This yeah, yeah. is, it's kind of considered a sort of, you know, compilation or greatest hits kind of game. You know, it, it's all the characters from the earlier ones kind of put in together and stuff like that. But the reason mm-hmm. why, you know, I think why it had a huge effect on me and why a lot of people do love it because it was a launch title and you know so ah i forgot yeah. about that so wow. it, it's like the first like it's one because like street fighter was out earlier and mortal Kombat were too um but for like a 3d fighter and and this game was a bit more mainstream than you know some people just never play a street fighter game even though it's huge you know just mm-hmm. some people just aren't into them but tekken kind of crossed over a bit more so a lot more people had that and uh, tekken 3 did 
unbelievably well sold out like yeah. sold everywhere millions of copies worldwide yeah like yeah. eight or nine million which like in the you know early days of playstation that's quite impressive you know yeah yeah oh so, um, remember very well yeah so tekken died kazama yeah came out and he had the, he had the cool like fire flame trousers and everyone wanted to be him like you know <laughs> yeah and you remember we used to like i it seemed like every magazine we ever got had those robot tattoos of Jin's like devil mark yeah, on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And like, I remember we got one and had like seven different sizes of the devil mark tattoo. <laughs> they knew <laughs> their audience. <laughs> you put like four of them on your arm at the same time. <laughs> uh, he's damn cool, though, friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Horang as well was very cool. Orang was very cool, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a cool one. I said, well, they, these all came out in three, and they caused that big kind of thing because it was just mm. like three moved so much faster than two. Yeah, yeah, you know? that worked Definitely. really well. Um, and the thing was, so Tech and Tag worked on the same engine as three, uh, as three, as you were saying. Mm. Um, and it come it combined all the characters. So in total, it had thirty five characters. Yeah, it's which, unbelievable the roster in this. Yeah, which Tech and Three had twenty three. And I remember being really disappointed when I played Tekken 4 because Tekken 4 also had 23. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So this was kind of, this was meant to be like a, you know, just like, oh, it's, it's the best stuff. It's the greatest kind of thing. Um, but it just, yeah, it had loads of fun. And it also it brought the tag element, which was kind of made popular by those Capcom versus games. Yeah, and it's such a simple dynamic, but it's so much fun. Like when, when you're getting a thrashing as, the, as someone, like your health bar, It'll, it'll it'll go from blue to red and like you'll have a gap and if you swap at that time the red will refill if the other character's out of screen so it yeah. gives you time to, to to build back up strength which is just really clever it also had the quite infuriating thing of you didn't have to defeat both people if one person died and you didn't swap out the other person didn't come in right i like that though but like the thing is, if you were trying to, or if you waited too long, or someone just like you know started juggling you, or you couldn't get up and stuff like that, like it was, <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relentless, with Paul. You should, you know that. Um, you are. You're very good, with Paul. I've beaten you. I've beaten you a few times. I'm sure you have, but not um, not many. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did always really like the uh, the group battles you could do where you could do like, yeah. like, it was a mode where you could pick them in until you want you could pick eight and actually it's a game where you know you could keep going through that game playing it because it was quite simple in the way they worked in a lot of the way, a way a lot of the characters worked in um, mm-hmm. you know you could easily pick eight characters and somebody else could pick eight and you could do that a couple of times to pick in different characters and you know it wasn't a point where you're like I know how to use four or five characters and the rest are shite yeah yeah that that's the thing like it's 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 not one of those games where you button bash you actually get to learn the characters and their moves are fair, fairly easy unless you're like choosing king or something and you learn all these grapples but then that was also a challenge in training yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was so well balanced the character characters were so well balanced the moves are so well balanced like it was just a really beautifully crafted game you know um, yeah. and like great to lot, play a lot of this stuff happened from from Tekken 3, because that was the big one. That was the, like, when they made that, they didn't think it was going to work on PlayStation 1. Mm. You know? And that's the one, as you said, that's when they brought in like Jin and Harong. And, you know, um, it had, I think it had, it had a bigger character roster than Tekken 2. Um, it just moved way smoother. It was like, 
and I said, like, do you remember playing like Virtua Fighter and stuff like that? Where yeah, like those three D <laughs> really polygonal characters. <laughs> so <still> like, cool. <laughs> so um, like it, that kind of made the big leap, and then when I moved on to this, and this also had a mode which I loved of Tekken. Yeah, Bowl. yeah, it's I brilliant. Oh, the I used to play that so much. Like yeah. And do you remember if you pick one of the like cyborg characters or robot characters, you get special aim lines and stuff? Yeah, but it was uh, Jack and he had like a speed thing, but like he smashed the ball if you went to the tower. Yeah. He like <laughs> smashed it like so hard and so fast. It just like sent them all flying. Like, it was too strong. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, it, was, it was quite a, a weird kind of one. Um, so as we were saying, like unlike uh, Tekken Tree and on the other ones, it was an arcade and it moved down. This is the first time they could up-res it a bit. Some people were a bit critical of it because they were like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a combination of of three and two kind of together and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't know. For me, it was like, well, it's got this tag element, which I thought was fun. It's got this huge roster, which I loved, and it played well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not slow uh, with modern in terms of modern game standards either when you're playing it. It's still, you know, it's still very playable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't really get why there was kind of this this lack of attention for it it sold pretty well it's sold about two million copies 2.3 million copies which is like it's less than three it's less than a lot of other ones that kind of came out um but like as i said for so many people because it was a launch title mm-hmm. and the playstation 2 was like the, the best selling uh yeah. game. it was the best sorry the best selling console um so many people had this and they just had this for years yeah just played it again and again and again yeah I was disappointed that this one didn't have a Tekken Force. Remember that? Oh, that was in Tekken Tree. Yeah, yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bit <laughs> of an odd one. Yeah, um, it's like a two D scorer that was not good, but um, like you know, it, it wasn't well done, but um, it was still fun. It was a bit weird. Yeah, I liked it because it was different. It just it just seemed like it add an extra layer to it. And, you know, especially yeah. when Beat 'em Up that time didn't really have anything else bar arcade mode. Mm, yeah, so yeah, I thought true. I thought it was quite good for that. I remember seeing the the um, them talking about making the game, and they were just like, "Oh, we just really wanted to make a, a part of the game where uh, people could like eat chickens and stuff like that while they were." <laughs> like, I know it sounds odd, but that's just what we wanted to make. Like, that's it. That's the premise that they wanted to put into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it was a bit odd. Um, I want to talk to you about some of the characters in this game. Okay. <laughs> How old is Hayachi? <laughs> Who knows, but he's a badass mother ever. <laughs> I think Taken 5. His his father comes into it. Yeah, Jinpachi. Yeah, so there's Jinpachi, Hayachi, Kazuya, and Jin. And he's just like, you know, and he gets <laughs> older in all of them. Like, you know what I mean? But it's just, you know, it's just, it goes really weird the way the storylines are going. Yeah, do you know the generic storyline of this? <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell it? Yeah. So Jinpachi is uh, Hayachi's father, who's also like CEO of Mishima Zaibatsu. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, I don't know what they do, but... Um, uh, this huge company, I have no <laughs> idea what it does. <laughs> we make paper. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yes. And then, um, so Hayachi, Hayachi basically took over the company with the help of the military, apparently, and locked Jinpachi in the basement somewhere. Um, yeah. Then he beat up his five-year-old son and tried to throw him in a volcano because yeah. he wanted to see if he had the devil gene in him, which his mother, Kazumi, had. And I think he had to kill his mother as well before. Yeah. So then Kazuya, uh, you know, obviously annoyed that his father threw him in a volcano, tried to kill him, 
trains up and tries to, to you know, eventually get back at him. And uh, Hayachi, for some reason, starts the King of Iron Fist tournament uh, for some reason. And that whoever can win that will win the company Mishima Zaibatsu and $1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. <laughs> As in, like, you know, so like a lot of it tends to be from the um, Mishima kind of family lineage. And then there's like, there's different people who are hired to try and kill some of them want to kill Jin, some want to kill Kazuya, some want to kill Hayachi, some of them want to like win the competition so they get the money and stuff like this, they can do other things with it. Um Ling Jiaoyu wants yeah. it because she wants to open a team park. That's a great, great idea. After, yeah. Her and her pet panda mm-hmm. want to open a team park. Um called Panda. Called Panda. <laughs> <laughs> she has a bodyguard who is a martial arts <laughs> expert bear, grizzly bear, who has it out for Paul for some reason. Yeah, I love that. He just has this <laughs> with Paul. So, like, so many of the endings are just they're just they're just fighting. It's like, why? Why do they hate each other? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The endings in this game are terrible. I know. I like. I go through them like it just like it just makes absolutely no sense. I like the what Paul's ending is like he goes to fight Kazuya and he turns around and Kuma's behind him. He punches him, turns around and Kazuya's gone. Yeah. That's his ending. It's just like also there's like a lot of weird things that, like you know, like Anna and Nina, who are meant to be Irish or Irish yeah. parents. Yeah. Like, their dad was in the IRA. Oh really? Yeah, really yeah. And uh, it's something weird, like at one point they hate each other and they're always fighting. Nina loses her memory, she becomes frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and you know she kind of gets back her memory but she realizes she hates her sister they both get jobs as like actors but one of them steals the show so nina like blows up the you know the set and stuff like that it's just like what is this you know one's hired for a bodyguard for Jin, the other one's hired to kill him it's just it is so confusing about what's going on with it she's um, apparently a very popular character nina like she had her own standalone game as well. But she was in it for years. Yeah, but she's apparently very, very popular. All right, fair enough. Um, I mean, like I never really played her. She was okay though. Yeah, yeah, she's okay. She was better than Anna, I thought anyway. Yeah. I love playing as her. Um what who else is there? There is uh Roger the Kangaroo and Alex yeah. the Raptor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who in like one of Roger's endings is I think this is in this one, maybe it's in Tekken Four, where they think he's been kidnapped, but he hasn't been kidnapped. And he's actually just sitting there watching like TV, like eating popcorn. <laughs> and his son, Roger Jr. comes along and like uppercuts him into the ceiling. And that's it. Um, yeah, there's a that's couple the of, kind of endings. There's a couple of ones later on where like Roger like steals Alex, sorry, the dinosaur, steals, steals like Roger's like wife and kids, like because... <laughs> They fall out with each other, so then like he is like it like takes over as like the stepdad of the kangaroo. It's like, what is this? Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's bunkers. Yeah. Um King, who I was like King as a character. Yeah. He's like a Mexican wrestler, luchador, sets up an orphanage to help out mm-hmm. which is nice. But then apparently like he like dies and is replaced by a new king, and the king in Tekken Tree is one of the orphan kids who's taken the mantle up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's meant to be a different one. Don't know why he roars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't some mask. Yeah. yeah. We have um we have uh, Moku Jin, remember him? <laughs> oh yeah, the wooden character. Yeah. So weird. Um it's like and then there's like 
basically every other odd character in it is made by the doctor. What's his name? Doctor Bosnakovich or something. Yeah, yeah, Bosnakovich, who yeah. made like I like Yoshimitsu's like his ally. I'm not sure if he made him. He yeah. made like the, everyone else is like an experiment of something that he did or whatever. He brought Brian back to life, who's a dead body, now he's a cyborg. Yeah. A uh, lot of odd characters. Um, Did you ever hear um, the the rumor that uh, Bruce is actually um, the the Thai boxer? Or sorry, what's his name? Um, Brian is actually Bruce. You are you telling me this before? Apparently, that's yeah. not the case at all, though. Apparently, it's not. But you know, I think they just use knees and elbows. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, but it's a bit of a yeah. It, it was just it was just a, a lot of fun characters. Are really fun to play with. I mean, yeah. storyline isn't really the reason a lot of people play these games anyway, so... No, no. Yeah. But it is a really, like, um, intricately crafted game. Like, you can learn characters and you can learn 10-move combos and, you know, like, inc- inc- like incredible chaining moves, you know, particularly yeah. with King and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's, it's really, really ex- extremely detailed. Yeah, yeah. It is. It, it's, it's good. I'm glad to hear it still holds up. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, what about music? What does it do there? Yeah, music is a bit to be desired, to be honest. Um, you don't want to get there yet, do you? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Do you have any kind of samples? Well, I mean, this is like, you know, this is a thing. Like, I was looking up kind of stuff on it, and they look about the, the development of it and, you know, why they kind of did things the way they did. And, it, like, they just, as far as they were concerned, they were just throwing together old stuff onto a new console. That was yeah, it. yeah like, it, right. It was not yeah. meant to be this sort of huge thing and then it was you know like like the gimmick as i said of tagging was in capcom games and stuff like that the characters most of them were taken from the other ones tree was the one that made the kind of big sort of steps and all they don't look yeah. at this one in a the canonical kind of way or whatever yeah they just kind of like threw it together but it, i love it it's great yeah it's it's kind of convoluted in like the Hideo kojima way but not as you know it's like I don't know. You you think that you could find a lot of plot holes if you look for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like I was looking at. Apparently, Yoshimitsu is actually dead, and there's a second Yoshimitsu, who's the current Yoshimitsu. Right, that's the second character they've done that with. Then yeah, actually, yeah. third because Kuma is also <laughs> yeah dies and like this. Like, Maybe he's older, and the current one is the son of Kuma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I do remember playing this and like playing as Kuma and I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like I'm this bear. It's like a honk and tofu in Resident Evil. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> and tofu we, only has a knife. We're playing as tofu and just being like, why is he a fridge? Because I, I didn't know what tofu was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was this big white thing. I didn't know it was a food, you know, which Same. I mean, even if I did, it wouldn't make more sense, would it? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing screenshots of that in some gaming magazine of like tofu and I was like, what? What is that? <laughs> I remember, yeah. I remember you trying to like unlock them and stuff, but you had to uh, complete it in like a really difficulty and like you know short time. Which without guy, it just meant you had to keep replaying it again and again. And what's the point? Like it's like he's shit character. <laughs> yeah, I guess people like the challenge of it. Yeah, times uh, have changed, my friend. A lot of people, a lot of people speed run Resident Evil games because when you like it's just it's a game that where you, you can learn the challenge really well and then you can just avoid crowds really easily and you can speed through some things um and it's it's crazy impressive 
yeah yeah no it's it's a it's a great game and it's for multiplayer it's it's a tremendous amount of fun um definitely non-canonical as you said so you know probably don't take it seriously but um excellent game yeah good 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 um that's kind of it for me on the the history of the development of it like yeah it came out in the year 2000 it was the first um playstation um playstation 2 um tekken game that came out it was like they don't really seem to take it too seriously it was ported over from an arcade um and yeah and then they kind of went to tekken 4 after which came out like two years again after that yeah, I think that was the one where they changed Jin's fighting style back to Jun's or something. And I was like, no. I know, I didn't like that. I mean, I know he plays just like Kazuya, but I like Kazuya and I like Jin, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Jin. Yeah, yeah. I think we should say as well that the final boss in this is a bit confusing because it's unknown. And like, you know, she looks exactly like June and apparently it is June, but like she's possessed by this wolf spirit. Um, who like mimics other fighting styles and she is not that challenging to beat well the thing is she massively misses it on the fact that she doesn't have two health bars yeah yeah true true. but but her health goes down much slower yeah but still like every other character does and they can she can change her fighting style and stuff like that which i am a little embarrassed to say i never noticed playing the game before no (laughs) she's not that challenging she's not she's not a final boss that instills fear in your heart she what She's not a final boss that instills fear in your heart. No, like I remember in Tekken 3, you fought Ogre and then True Ogre and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was quite cool because like, well, it's just always cool when a boss transforms, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's not even my final stage. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, which is apt because I'm wearing a Dragon Ball Z t-shirt right now. Hey, well, the listeners can't see that, but I can yeah. confirm that he is. Um. Yeah, so like... Yeah, so it, it's not kind of the the kind of most serious thing. But as I said, it's not something that they took to be serious. They were like, you know, because yeah. like, they, they they didn't really make it with the idea of going, let's do a Tekken for a PlayStation. They made an arcade yeah. game. They, they, they were making a greatest hits arcade game, you know? Yeah, yeah. I we should say, like, the whole thing about it not being serious. A little uh, trivia bit for you is that they had in the game data, there's um, some hidden data for characters that they didn't include in the final game. Ooh. One. One is uh, called, uh, sorry, one is called uh, Insect, which was actually a glitch which caused the character's waists to go really slim and made them look like insects. Uh, another one is June, who's never used. And the third was Sake. Do you know what Sake is? The drink? No, Sake was supposed to be a playable salmon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> who, who couldn't do any attacks all he could do is flop around on this on this on the stage but then uh, the creator thought that it, people are spending 100 yen to play this game it wouldn't be fair if they got sake and then that you couldn't do anything <laughs> oh, i used to hate that was basically i know boss Novich or whatever doctor or whatever the old guy remember he yeah. just lie on the ground i know he could attack but i couldn't use him yeah no ne- neither could i like he, he was he was he was pretty shit but um, uh, yeah, I think. But listen, game developers, if you'd like to include more salmons in your games, I'd be a big follower of that. You're so odd. Like you're so against the idea of tofu as a character, but you're very pro the idea of salmon. As a fish is funny, a bit of tofu isn't. Uh, it sounds like magic carp, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the most uh, annoying Pokemon in the world. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like that. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and I, I don't know. Like, just sometimes on these games, like I like. We were talking about Smash the other week. I like that they do have like a quite a good 
storyline. I do love that, you know, the single player mode does take you over different things and comes up mm. with some pretty nice different challenges. I think that's really, really cool. Like simple things yeah. like it's a giant Donkey Kong now or it's loads of mini, you know, uh, foxes or whatever. Like, okay, that's really cool. So I do like that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah. aside from that, I just want a variety of characters in games. You know what I mean? So I love that. I love when yeah. they're like, here's 35 characters. Give it a go. Play through all their arcade modes. Unlock them as you're going. Learn their moves. Learn their training. It's like, I love doing that. That's what, that's what I want yeah. to do. Yeah. And this, this, you know, Tekken seems like a real kind of, you know, a love project for Katsuhira Hirata. Um, he, he really seems to love it. I don't know, has he developed many other games? Do you know about if he has or not? I'm not sure, yeah. I know he's been on this for yeah. a long time. Yeah, but um, he, he actually voiced um, Yoshimitsu Martial Law and Forest Law in the first four Tekkens himself. So Wow. Yeah, so he's a big, big fan of his own game. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Every, um, every video I saw of him, and I saw most of them, he was wearing sunglasses. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, indoors. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we should say he's also done Soul Calibur. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the crossover with Yoshimitsu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so, but obviously, he's not. Uh, he doesn't refrain from uh, you know DLC character unlocks like he was in his early days. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't an option at then, was it? You know. Yeah. I mean, True. I don't know. Like to a certain extent, because like a lot of people are being really critical, actually, of um, because oh, oh, they're saying next generation games are going to be like more expensive. They're going to be like seventy quid. You know, whatever. Yeah. It depends. I'm not sure if that's dollars or it might be like sixty pounds over here. Um, but like, well, one people keep well, people keep going and looking at like inflation. They're saying actually, games are cheaper than they kind of have been before. Uh, but I, although inflation has changed, people's spending power has gone down because people yeah. are kind of the same and, and costs have gone up. But I will say, games are expensive. You know, it's like because the thing is. You, we we no longer like as we were saying before like uh, the background of this it's like an image that like somebody makes and stuff like that yeah like, people no longer accept that in games like if you buy a modern game like you want it if like if you buy the next gen game you want the background to be real and to interact and not be in loops and stuff like that and that just means yeah. he's got to make all that stuff and to define detail of like the creases and the clothes of a background character will never do anything and mm-hmm. sometimes just faking that takes a lot of time to do. So yeah. I don't I don't mind that the games are kind of expensive, but I do think it just needs to be, you know, it can't kind of like just think of, think of a game where they're like, oh, look, it costs this much. By the way, if you want more, it's going to cost more, which is weird because this is kind of a game where they just were like, let's just release another game. And it's a great game. Yeah. And I love it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you have to argue as well, if technology is improving, then your your output is also expected to increase in line with that, you know, if you have the tools available, you know. Um, yeah, but like the thing is, it's not just that. Like the more complicated something is, the more it can go wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's just like, if you want, and you don't kind of realize it, but if you want a character to, you know, you're talking about um, Metal Gear Solid 2 with a little Vulcan toy shot at the bullets and stuff like that. Yeah. They're yeah. real particles and stuff, and they hit off a wall. If you want them to stay there, if you want them to bounce realistically, if you want them to have variety, you cannot, or you can, but basically the way you do these things and you make them work the real way is you create an actual little physics world for it. You can't mm-hmm. really fake that. If you wanted mm-hmm. to bounce in a real way or whatever, that needs to be simulated. And that's crazy CPU heavy. 
Yeah, right. Okay. And it's like, if you want that stuff to work, like, it, you know, it's not somebody goes in and clicks a button. It's somebody does a lot of custom stuff to make these things work and then yeah. to make them work, you know, because, you know, it can't be slow to load because that's annoying. It has to look pretty good, but it can't be really heavy. People will be annoyed if it takes up loads of their storage. You know, it can't crash. It can't be, you know, buggy, whatever. And sometimes people do release games, like those uh, wrestling games where that was last one, the 2K one, the wrestling 2K one, which was so buggy like nothing worked on it it was like <laughs> you know people's faces would just like stay in one place and they'd keep walking and oh i remember that yeah 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 so um you know those kind of mad mad things happen sometimes like because it's more complicated because you want that character to actually have a face that looks like it's got sweat on it or that talks or reacts and stuff like that you don't want it just to be like the old wrestling games where it was a single, you know, texture that never moves on a face. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> you don't mind that, yeah. Um, but uh, games are are very expensive to make because you know, look at look at a, a behind the scenes documentary of a game. Look how many oh, people no, are there. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. Big teams, now, yeah. It's yeah. big, big, big money as well, though. You know, bigger than movies. So That's true. Mm. Okay, so we move on to music then. Unless you have anything else. No, that's it for me. No. Oh yeah, we should say quickly just the gameplay elements of it. Um, uh, you like you you had um, you, so your square and your triangle were like your left limb, your right limb, and the same with X and circle with your legs. Um, you had a throw move. You had two throws for each character minimum. You might have had more, and then you had an unblockable move as well, which um, oh, but you know, pretty obviously the character couldn't block. Um, you also had the ability to do a throw on a character and then your other character will get tagged in and hit them while they're on the floor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just kind of kind of basics that, that I wanted to run through. But um, okay, yeah. So this is not my favorite game for music. I'm just going to tell you that now. I, I think yeah. it could be better. Um, I saw that there's four composers on this. It sounds like there was just one, to be honest, because all the songs sound exactly the same. But it was uh, uh, Akitaka to- Toyama Yui Mikaye Nobuyoshi Sano and Kaichi Okabe. Uh-huh. Um, I've n- I've no uh, words that rhyme with them, but uh, I'm going to play a couple of songs. <laughs> so first is the intro song that you'll remember. Um, you know, I always remember this game that, like, you know, you always knew there was some beef in the Mishima family. You know what I mean? And you're like, what's going on? You know, like a uh, Jin or Kazuya sitting in in the tall skyscraper, looking out like over the dark city. So yeah. this is the intro song. I remember it, I remember it really well and I remember all the quick cuts of the different fighters and stuff like that in the intro. Yeah. Which yeah. It's quite cool. But yeah, it's not ugh, I mean I couldn't I couldn't hum it to you before if you were like, Oh, can you sing what the song was? I was like absolutely no idea. Yeah. I particularly love the cutscenes with um Jackie Chan. Oh, I mean uh, Lei Wu Long and uh, Bruce Lee. Oh, I mean uh, Martial Law. <laughs> yeah, very heavily encouraged. Yeah. How did they get away with that? Um, I don't know. even even the even the costume he wears, like 
Marshallah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. He's very much meant to be taken after him. I don't know. Maybe they don't really care. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose not. Okay, so song number two is the select screen. <laughs> okay <laughs> that, that sounded better than i thought it was but it's like when i don't hear the loud like dish 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 of like yeah character it's like yeah. a different person you know yeah okay the next one is my boy paul phoenix I mean, they all pretty much sound the same. <laughs> you know what they sound like? They sound like, and actually, maybe we need to give them a, a bit of break on this. They sound like arcade game music because, yeah, I guess so. You know, arcades are loud. They're really loud. You hear people smashing the buttons. You hear other people talking around and laughing and, you know, playing their own games nearby. It's not the kind of game where you, like, you sit there and you listen to the story and it tells whatever. It's like, it's meant to be like you know that kind of experience that's what its roots were so yeah true true um one thing that i forgot to say as well about the gameplay is that if you select people that have some sort of a background or history together their intro to the fight will be different like you know if it's paul and and martial or forest law they'll you know they'll shake hands and they'll do something if it's some characters have some sort of rivalry they'll look at each other in a weird way before they fight so nice little addition that is cool. That's a nice little thing to make it feel like it's a bit of a, you know, they're real personalities. Yeah. Okay, so next song is Yoshimitsu's song. No I, no here, no What is he even saying? Go on, sorry. That. That's like that's my favorite because I actually I remember when we were kids and uh, me and my mate used to play Tekken bowling all the time. Like, yeah. You know, and like some stage, like I think that song came on, or if not, that a very similar one with like a robotic voice over it. Yeah. And I was just gonna be like, it sounds like it's Yoshimitsu talking. You know? Yeah. It was, just, uh, it was just really just an, an odd, fun game, you know, because I guess it's yeah. not the audio. No, it's true. I mean, what is he saying in that song? It's like he's saying, no eyes, no ears, no nose, no mouth. Like, it's like, what? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, look, don't go into the detail too much. Like, <laughs> like, I hate Paul and he wants to marry Panda for some reason. He also yeah, run a true. The Mishima. Mishima <laughs> <laughs> Zaibatsu. Okay, the last song I have is Lee Xiaoyu. I think she's the youngest game, fighting game character ever at this stage. But anyway. Mm. 
interesting, that one. I like that. I remember that as well, yeah. <laughs> I have found evidence in this game, like I have in many other games, of more copiers, fraudsters. Right. I'm going to prove it to you now. Don't tell me that's not extremely similar. <laughs> it's very similar. When did Jamaica write that? <laughs> Way before Tekken Tag Tournament. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it Look, could have me... been way before Tekken Tag Tournament because he mentions mm-hmm. it was a time in 1999. Tekken Tag came out in 1999. Okay, let's see. Cosmic Girl by Jamaica. I'm, I'm searching here, folks. Bear with me. Uh, nineteen ninety seven. Okay, so I guess you wrote about it in the future, which you no, can do. Nineteen ninety six. Okay, yep. yeah, yep. which you can do actually. You can write a song, you can say whatever you want on it, so it doesn't mean you needed to actually have been in nineteen ninety nine. Of course, don't you remember Will Two K? Uh, the Millennium. I yeah, know, exactly. A big effect in my life. I might end this episode by playing that song instead of because uh, <laughs> it's a great song. Not Millennium, Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so that's all I had really on the um, music. Will I move on to the best part of the show? Bring it on then, you shit. <laughs> Test your might. I don't want you to spray my lawn anymore. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. Everything about okay. Hank on his lawn is funny. Yeah. Okay, now, I think you're going to know some of these answers. So, look, if you do, you do. You don't, you don't. I mean, I haven't played um, a game in a long time. So, let's see. Okay, well, Tekken was not the original name for the game. What was it? Oh, it was something like something Rave or Rave Fist or something like that. Is Rave Fist your final answer? No, but I won't give you one. (laughs) Sorry? I won't give you one. (laughs) Okay, well, let's run. Rave Wars, my friend. Ah. Close. points. Okay, we'll give you half a point for that. Yeah. Not that I keep score. So. No. Um, okay, question number two. Uh, in Tekken Force, in um, Tekken 3, there are four enemies named after which American rock band? American rock band? Yeah. The names of four enemies in this uh, game, in Tekken Force, are the names of each member of this American rock band. Oh, let me think. Uh, is it Kiss? Close, but... Mm. No, it's uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah, I knew it, I knew it. Uh, okay, uh, in the background of Paul and Brian's level, there is some graffiti. What game does it reference? Soul Calibur. It's Soul Edge. Yeah. That one. You weren't going to give it to me if I said Soul Calibur. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Uh, you know, I have a, I have a good fear. Um, 
Uh, If you remember the first Tekken, um, there was a game that you had to play before the game. And do you remember what it was? The asteroid kind of game. Yeah, it was Galaga. Um, But do you remember what you got if you beat it? No. Well, guess it. (laughs) Oh, that's a question. Uh, In the first Tekken game? Yeah. A oh a demo to play? No, Devil Kazuya. Really? That's how you unlock them? Yeah. Wow. Okay, next question. I have have a few for you here, not too many. How old is Wang from this game? Oh, 72. 105. Right, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Do you remember Steve Fox, the boxer? Yeah. Do you know what his original name was? Oh, I know he's meant to be Nina's son. Oh, is he? Never yeah. He doesn't really know, though. Oh, okay. Because they, they like, took her DNA when she was in a coma. Uh, I hate uh, when that happens. Yeah, it's very annoying. <laughs> I got a boxer son. Um, oh. Something fist. <laughs> Dean Earwigger. Earwigger? Yeah, and that's then not a name because people hated it so much. Good, Dean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so there was a very interesting addition to the Tekken Five arcade cabinet. Do you know what it was? It featured a gameplay mechanic. Tekken Five. Yeah, the arcade cabinet. I remember hearing about this a few days ago, but I cannot remember what it was. It's not an answer. So it had controller ports for your own controllers. You could bring them to the arcade and play them. That is not what I was going to say. Anyway, good. <laughs> Have you seen okay, so, when, huh? do, when people play like competitive Tekken and stuff like that, like esports, they bring like the mini little like arcade controller system with like the joystick and the like six buttons. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't use controllers. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I don't. I mean, I assume they work better for them. Maybe that's just. I don't know if it's quicker input or something like that. But I just think that's mental. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. Okay, so second last question. King is inspired by Frey Tormenta. Who is he? A luchador wrestler. <laughs> no, he was a Catholic priest who became a pro wrestler to support an orphanage. Really? Yeah, apparently. Jeez, in Mexico. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Did he wear a mask? I don't know, but anyway, that's if the story. He did, then he's a luchador. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a Catholic priest, so. Okay, my last question. Are you ready for this? Yeah. No, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> in the South Korean version. Oh, <laughs> of Tekken 6. <laughs> the character Alyssa had several changes. What were they? I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know this. So Alyssa originally had chainsaw arms, but they thought it was too violent. So they really replaced them with like laser beam kind of lightsaber arms. And she's like a robot. She used to be able to take off her head and they got rid of that as well. Yes. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm so happy you were looking for like a South Korean question. And actually, <laughs> I'm going to look for a South Korean question every week now, just so you know. 
Pre um, ports of games now, then. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, so uh, before we f- r- wrap up, we have a little section here, and it's the. That's right, people. It's a dickhead review section invented by Yusuf last week and yes. carried on by me this week. Okay, so I have a few reviews here of people who <laughs> read the game. <laughs> Where did you find these from? Well, I had two on Metacritic and two on Amazon, which I, which, which I enjoyed. Okay, so Solid Snake gave this game a two. <laughs> on February 26, 2002, he said, why hasn't there been a 3D fighting game that I liked? <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the fighting games I've played, the 2D fighters just blow away any 3D fighter out there. I mean, Guilty Gear 10 is just the fastest, prettiest, and best fighter out there. Capcom vs. SNK 2 is another outstanding fighting game. 2D fighters will always be the best. (laughs) Do you agree, Yusuf? Just, (laughs) what are you talking about? (laughs) You know... It's well, like, listen. What do you what do you think of this game? This whole genre is dead, as far as I'm. <laughs> cool, solid, solid snake. That's not what anybody asked. <laughs> and he put a dash between the D, so it was like two dash D, three dash D. Don't know why. But anyway, listen. Solid Snake is not alone in in his opinion because SSJ two under slash Vegeta, his review states, "I agree with Solid Under Stake three. Three D fighters suck, with the exception of Soul Calibur. This game is bad." 2D fighters forever. That's <laughs> not a review of the game. <laughs> I know. Like, what did you or didn't you like about it? Well, I didn't like it from the beginning. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so my don't, last two. Don't like this. This me. is this is why I, I introduced thing. It's just like people complain like this. <laughs> don't buy the game then. Like you know, I don't like 3D fighters. Just don't get it then. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to show those people. I'm going to rate them on Metacritic. <laughs> okay. So this comes from Claire, who gave the game two stars. Right. She said, <laughs> the only problem with game with these games is that there are no levels. <laughs> what? The graphics and moves are good, but that's the only good thing. <laughs> What did she think buying? I don't know, maybe Super Mario Brothers or something. But anyway, that was her only problem with the game, is that I they like, have no levels. I like the way it looks and plays. I just wish there was more shooting in it. <laughs> yeah. And my favourite review of all uh, came from France. And it comes from Gil, who gave it one star. And his review was titled, Pas les bons jeux. Il a FIFA 07 au lieu de taking dans la boîte. Do and it in a picture of... <laughs> Okay, so Gil says he has sent <laughs> he has sent Tekken Tag Tournament with FIFA 07 in the box. <laughs> and he's posted a photo of the game with FIFA 7 in the box. I think that's um <laughs> I think that's more of a, I think that's more of a critique of the Amazon seller rather than the game <laughs> yeah. itself. Exactly, but anyway, we can all agree Gil is a dickhead. So <laughs> I'm on Gil's side. I don't think Gil did anything wrong. <laughs> I love the way people review things like that. You know, it's not a review of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who does he think he's getting back? He's not getting the seller back with that review. 
No, he is on Amazon. Yeah, I don't know. You can just review the seller, not make a public review of the game. It's mm. a public review of the game. Yeah, no, I think that's fair enough. Because people yeah. are buying it from that person. I'm on Gil's side. You're always trying to put Gil down. <laughs> okay, right. Fair enough. Okay, so I think the last section um, before we tie things up will be and I asked you a question. Okay. So this is not really a question. It's more of a comment from uh, one Timothy Neen. Hello, Timothy. Um, Thank you very much for uh, contacting me about the show. He says that he's enjoying the show. Even though he's more of a PC gamer, he still uh, enjoys listening. And he says, congrats to Yusuf uh, on his engagement. And uh, he's also sent me uh, a photo of all of his Age of Empires games to make you jealous which I'm holding up to the camera now. Oh, he has shown me a picture of three different Age of Empire games and the expansion packs and all. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you very much, Timothy. Very happy that you got in touch. That's a, yeah. a lovely little delight. It's absolutely made I my day. appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you Thanks, so much. Tim. Thank you. Here, Timothy will appreciate that we were going to... Uh, stop calling him Timothy. Can I call him Tim? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Right, that uh, Tim, that, that we loved Age of Empires, me in particular, we wanted to uh, talk about it. We wanted to do a podcast on it. Uh, I think we talked about it a little bit in the Retro Bag episode. Um, but there's just like, no information about it. It's just like this yeah. cult game that nobody talks about. It's weird. It was hard. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It's just like no information. It's a really, really odd thing. Uh, but yeah, but thank you so much for getting in touch. Uh, if more people would like to be like Tim, Tim is now my favorite person. Uh, just above you, Newman. Uh, um, <laughs> Good to know. I would uh, ask you all to get in touch as well at the email address of press the action button pod at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, just to say, we have had an upsurge in listeners, one more gain. So thank you very much, um, guys. We love you. And um, please rate us if you can. Please get interactive and you know, send us games you might like us to cover questions suggestions you know we're open to anything as long as it's positive but um no seriously send us anything uh i apologize for my voice this uh this uh podcast episode hopefully next week i will have a better voice and be covid free yes i hope you are covid free although we'll see how next week goes because tomorrow is the press the action button derby so who knows if we'll be talking Mm, to each other after exactly chelsea you take on liverpool yeah, exactly. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We Chelsea will win. They won't. We don't like. We often. We actually have difficulty watching a game together where <laughs> they're playing. Together. We think it'll be fine, but it, it, it never really is. No, that's because you're a prick. <laughs> really not the case at all. Anyway, uh, so thank you very much, everybody. And you know, if when Liverpool win, I'll be unbearable next week, so. <laughs> and I'll be insufferable. Very good. Okay. Bye. Bye.